Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. It wouldn't be the start of an episode without a yawn. <laughs> no. Hello. Hello. How are you? Great question. Feeling mildly awful. How are you? Yeah, tell the people what's happened to you. You poor displaced human. Oh, I'm not like that bad. I'm sure there's oh. people who are plenty worse off than me. But we, I'm sure you've seen on the news, it was all over the news today, are part of the centre of Melbourne that doesn't have power at the moment. So last night was wild. I have literally never experienced a storm like that in my whole entire life. And we have a gum tree right out the front of our house. And I said to Lisa as a joke before I went to bed, I was like, hope the gum tree falls in my house tonight because I'm in a mood where I hate my house and I'm just like I want to throw the whole thing in the bin and like it would really be a saving grace if the gum tree just fell on the house because then I'd get insurance money and I could pay to fix it all up and anyway uh, at two o'clock in the morning I wasn't wishing that as we could hear trees cracking and like oh literally God. trees falling so over sad. left right and center like we could hear the wind coming in from every direction we checked like the wind radar at two o'clock in the morning when we woke up Adrian literally shot a foot off the bed. I kid you not. We heard the neighbor's tree go down and he was oh. like, huh? And like, I, he actually elevated off the bed. <laughs> it was so funny. I literally laughed and he was like, why are you laughing? And I was like, well, it wasn't our tree. It's fine. We're okay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, when we checked the wind radar, it was, we were right in this like wind tunnel path on the bomb that was saying that we had winds going in 90 kilometers an hour in one direction and 90 kilometers an hour in another direction. And you could literally hear the wind like clashing in the middle. It was crazy. So anyway, Croydon's out of power for three days, they're saying at this stage. So uh, we moved out. (laughs) But how far does it spread? Because I've got friends in Croydon, Kilsyth, Mount Evelyn, it's all the what? way up the hills. So everyone who's on Osna in our area, apparently the power comes from the hills and they have to fix it in the hills before they can fix it downstream. So they've got a lot to fix. Or I have a friend who has friends in Upway and yeah. their, I think, power is out and internet is out. But they also, being Upway, have a big fuck-off tree down in the street, which means they can't uh. get the car out of the street so they can't actually even go to another house if they... Cool. Oh, that's so annoying. And but like, theoretically, it, you can't anyway because we're in lockdown. Anyway. <laughs> and so it was bad. like infuriating. No, infuriating. It was actually kind of terrifying, like weirdly dystopian to wake up this morning and be like, I can't send or receive messages. I don't know whether the whole world is in this situation or if it's just us. Like, we had no power on our phones, basically. And so I like sent work a text that like eventually went through at like 10 to 9 and I was like, hey, we're out of power. I think everyone is. Um, so like I'll jump online when I can. Yeah. And they were like, we're not out of power. And I didn't realize until like later this afternoon that like it was only like our area that was out of power. Even just standing in our street, like you, we couldn't actually use the internet either. Like it wasn't just because our Wi-Fi was cut off. Like our phones actually just weren't connecting to any internet around us. So it was weird. What a yeah. weird time to be alive. Um, my friend in Mount Evelyn doesn't even have any reception. No. Th- so I'm seeing her Mount tomorrow. Evelyn never has reception. It's like a joke. It's like the butthole of the universe when it comes to having reception. Valid. But I'm supposed to be seeing her tomorrow and we're like, okay, meet at 11.30 yeah. at Whole Foods and, like, don't be late. Or if you are late or you are early, you have to, like, stay there. It's like meeting your yeah. mum when you were seven. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So... That's weird. Yeah, and I went down to the post office and everyone was like, is your phone working? And everyone else was like, no, phone's not working. And everyone was like, oh, good, just checking. I thought it was mine. Wasn't sure. Oh. So it was just everyone. 
Why did you go to the post office? What did you possibly have to do there? Well, my David Jones order delivered, which had my new Le Creuset baking pans and cake tin and square Fun. baking dish. Yeah. It arrived broken, the square baking no! dish. I know. It was packed in so much paper, bubble wrap. Like literally I was. I laughed when I got the box. I was like, this is the biggest box in the world for the world's smallest item. Opened it up and Adrian was like, what an exorbitant amount of packaging. And I was like, well, it's because it's ceramic. They don't want it to break. And I lifted up the box that it was in in the box and it was just broken ceramic noises in a box. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not even going to open it. I know it's broken. That sucks. Also, apologies for the sound this week. I don't know if it'll come across like it is when we're talking, but if Alex sounds like a robot at times, um, it's because of Armageddon. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's fine. It'll be fine. How was your week? Oh, fine. I still have power and internet. You said your house smelled like sewage at 9 o'clock last night. Did that go away? It did, but I actually think it might have just been Watson's heinous farts. (laughs) But I don't know if it was like a sewage issue like a flooding, you know, when things overflow or whatnot. But then Watson had dank ass, so it's, like, very difficult to tell. I also this week, <laughs> dumbest person you've ever met, mm-hmm. uh, I saw someone on my stories. They were like, I'm running 100K in June for charity. And then I was like, oh, wow, you know, clap emoji. And then <laughs> I saw on Strava it was, like, suggested for me, 100K in June challenge. And I was like, oh, okay, signs up. Not thinking it's the fucking 9th of June. You've missed out on, like, nine days of dedicated, like, hitting this goal. Also not thinking we're in the middle of Armageddon. Mm. So me on my lunch break today peers out the windows like, oh, it's okay. Then we're only at 35 kilometres an hour. Best get out. Uh, I'm 35 kilometres in with, like, oh. 20 days to go. Oh, so- you've totally got this. You're smashing it. Well, I'm behind where I would like to be, but I'll try and catch up. Yeah, it's a classic uni assignment. Just cram at the end, you know? Well, Brenton goes to me, do you actually think you'll do it? And I was like, have you met me? Are we getting married? I yeah. signed up for the challenge, which means... Of course she's going to do the challenge. If I died, I would be, like, in the coffin running. Running. <laughs> so, yeah, can't Quite literally, to, um, you'll be fine injure myself and get you don't need to overachieve it you don't need to get to 110 you just need to get to 100 you know oh when i hit 100 i will call an uber to get me home the rest of the way (laughs) 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 as long as i get that badge in my strava little collection done they should give you an extra badge for doing it in 20 days rather than 30 Yeah, they, oh, luckily I had actually done some running that week. So I had like runs that would contribute, but they, I hadn't like been pushing myself to do longer runs. But anyway, if anyone is on Strava, I've already got one follower, Jazz. You know, we Hi, Jazz. like each other's <laughs> Strava activities. If anyone wants to follow me, I don't know how you find people, but I'm Lisa Mortimer and join the challenge with me. It'll only be like 15 days in by the time you <laughs> you got plenty of time. You could do it. How many kilometres yeah. per day is that? At I least don't know. Nine. At least nine by that point. You'll be fine, guys. You got it. Speaking of the followers, first agenda. Yes. We wanted to say a very, 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 very big thank you because we just realized that three people donated to our podcast in the last couple of weeks and we haven't acknowledged your generosity, Zoe, Anonymous and Anonymous, for 
sending us some money to put towards our podcast. Uh, yeah, huge uncomfortable thank you. So lovely. I think I think we'll end up doing something fun with that account at some stage, as in like a match situation or like, a, I don't know, we'll do something with that. I like that feature. It's, it's a fun idea. Yeah, me too. Know. And if you do leave us a lovely little Acast supporter, message tell us who you are or leave a little message for us so that we can read it out and thank you on the podcast because otherwise it's going to make us really uncomfortable to just accept money and not know who you are like that's actually worse so also you might not hmm. want to know which is fine but then you have to leave a note to be like yeah anonymous said keep up the great content and you know what you can do if you don't want to leave a message that's like something nice or it's who you are just like tell us someone that we should shout out maybe it's your mum maybe it's your best friend who has a great beauty account we'll do that for your donation yeah that's fun yeah paying it forward yeah yeah shall we move into beauty news yes let's do it uh that's the tea on that Steve Bronzer has been teased. I don't believe it's been announced yet, has it? Nothing has been announced yet other than Jamie Genevieve posting on her Instagram stories all of these messages from people being like, is it a bronzer, a bronzer, a bronzer for all of her last launches? Mm. Have you seen them? The bronzers? No, they haven't. there's no pictures or anything. False. What? I found them on Cult Beauty. You know how Cult Beauty do that thing where they're on there and they say sold out? Oh. Yeah. You're so cheeky. Oh, God, I'm just great at the internet. They look kind of, I guess, like the Victoria Beckham bronzers in that there's wow. two shades, but they're not touching, so it's even better. It looks almost like a bronzer blush duo that you might find from another brand, sort of like the, um, I think Jouer has packaging like that with mm. the duo, uh, and they go really quite deep and quite fair, and it's sort of got like a more neutral bronzer and then like a richer warmer tone which I think is a great idea one eyeshadow purposes two Mm. someone that would fake tan or not fake tan or summer and winter and whatnot but three like every day I don't want to be orange but like when I do makeupy makeup I want to be like that orange really warm toned bronze and I think it's great to have options I love it also is it in the same packaging is it in that same pebbled leather cardboard looking packaging I can't see the outside of it, but I'm assuming uh, so. Damn it. I really want her to upgrade her packaging. I can't wait for the day that Viv is earning squillions of dollars and she fixes all of her ugly packaging. I don't hate it that much. I get, I do get what you, what you mean, but I don't hate it that much. And it does at least look different to other makeup in my collection. Yes, that's true. Let's just touch on it because it kind of makes logical sense from there on influencer, yeah. cheek, influencer cheek launches. Jacqueline yes. Hill. She lost yes. the blushes. Did you watch the video? I did. She was really energetic and passionate in the video, and I actually really enjoyed watching it. It's her Bougie Rouge collection, <laughs> and it contains three luxe blush formulas, a lightweight lip cushion, and blush palettes, and blush glow powders as well. Oof fucked was her face after her threads oh, by the way the poor thing if you haven't seen she got sugar threads pdo threads in her face we love to see because we were obsessed <laughs> with them on what was that show that we watched skin skinception skin skin decision skin decision thank you yes and we were like i want sugar threads in my knees for my wedding day 
<laughs> apparently she went hardcore with them and the cosmetic person was like you shouldn't use do this many we don't usually do this many at once and she was like nah put them all in my face i want it and so she did and then apparently her body is just like full-on rejecting them and they said it usually takes a couple of weeks to heal but she let it go a bit longer because she was like oh well like i've got a lot done so maybe it's going to take me a little bit longer to heal and it's been six or so weeks now and yeah her face is still really really quite inflamed i mean so, she looks like a human michelin man yeah, quite quite a lot. And she's got a really big shoot this week, so she went on some anti-inflammatory diet and then posted a before and after of her face like after being on an anti-inflammatory diet for a few days and like major improvement from where things were, I'll be honest. <laughs> anyway, back to her product launch. Yes, she's basically launched the same, not colorway, but the same variety, the same skews as she did in her blushes. So she's got the loose. Sorry, not in her blushes, in her highlighters. The highlights. So I was like, blushes. she's not launched and blushes yet. The same configuration in in that one's like a really satin glowy powder. So when she was describing the blush, she was like, it's satin. There's no shimmer, but it's like so soft. And Mm. I'm like, oh, so it's going to be like the hourglass ambient blushes. And I was sort of correct because her powders are also sort of based off luminous light because she used to use that all the time. And then the powder blushes that are loose are more like a loose highlighter, those really more strobey kind of vibes. I like that concept, and I love that Hourglass have that as well, in that you sort of know the formula you're expecting and you you expect it to be released in multiple concepts. Yes, same. I appreciate that a lot. It makes yeah. the brand very predictable. Yes. Which is good. We'd rather a predictable, consistent, good quality brand, good products, rather than like random chaotic product launches all of the time. Please, no thank you. Yeah, I also think it makes it fun to launch, for example, like the ambient palettes where you can mix and match them because they all work together, which is fun. Yes. Although in saying that, her blushes are already in palettes, so she has like a cool and a warm six-pan palette. Yeah, six-pan, yeah. Yeah, which is very reminiscent of all of the things that she's done with Becca and all of that. She always seems to do blush palettes. I would yeah. Ne- I would never buy a blush palette. I wear the same three identical blushes from three different brands all the time. I wonder if it's because Morphe has a stake in what she's doing now, whether, like, that's a Linda decision because Morphe's all about palettes. Like, I wonder whether that's just, like, a brand influence situation. Very true. Whilst we're talking about blush drops, um, the Drunk Elephant Rosie Drops are launching. Mm. I didn't know this. What is this? So it's, like, deep bronzy but blush. Yeah. Oh, actually, I don't know if I like that because I would never wear deep bronzy like it was a bronzer. I'd just use it all Yes. Over. So I don't know that I like it either. They look like blush drops uh, in like a single shade. I, there's not really very much about it at this stage. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I think that that would be really hard to apply. Like I think great in concept, but a lot of people are going to look really patchy and shit. Yeah, they also look um, like very liquidy. Like I'm just not sure that it will be the right consistency for a serum blush. I guess it will be. Yeah. In saying that, Pericone, which is a skincare brand, released the no makeup makeup line with the no blush blush. And that is like one of the best blushes ever. So maybe there's hope for the future. Oh, blues, rosy drops. So oh, blues, blues means blush in Afrikaans. That's kind of oh, cute. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Next up on our list of things to talk about this week, the Summer Fridays jet lag mask is being rebooted. Thank dog. After some very damning claims in the last probably six months, mostly 
six to 12 months of people having irritation and burning sensations. Yeah, pretty severe reactions. You had one yourself. Where do you think we've actually covered this story? Because it was sort of like, it never felt appropriate to put in beauty news because it was like there was whispers and then there was more whispers and then there was more whispers, but then it was confirmed. And it was like, it was always old news by the time we ever went to put it in the news. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has been reformulated without essential oils and fragrance, which and- I think is yeah they're also bringing in new skin soothing and calming ingredients including vitamin b5 panthenol chamomile and comfrey as well great i really love jet lag and weirdly i have stopped using mine even though i know mine's not affected because i feel like i can't use it until Mm. they bring it back out i don't know why my head but i've used it like three times since i found out about it burning people's faces because i'm scared that miraculously it's going to happen to me but it was definitely like a batch issue it doesn't happen with everyone but yeah yeah and mine's bad and I've still got it at home and I like I look at it every now and then I'm like I should put that on and then I'm like no I shouldn't put that on it'll burn my face off well it's actually quite interesting because I think they had this same issue happen like a year and a half ago because it got taken off shelves or even longer it got taken off shelves for a while and it was when it was relatively new Mm. and I bought one for my sister once and she was like, oh, I don't like that. My face went really red and I've never thought much of it. And she goes, I much prefer my glam glow. But I reckon she might have had a bad batch. Yeah, probably. You know, you know, well, if yes, you've got a she's... bad batch of this, it like your face swells up. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I wonder how that launch will go though. Like I wonder if people will have been metaphorically and physically burned and they won't buy it again or if it'll be like, oh, my God, we've missed it, the hype, people will be excited to rebuy it. Well, it's an interesting one because they're not shouting from the rooftops about the relaunch. I don't imagine that they'll change the packaging for it and I don't imagine that they'll put anything on the box to state that it's a new formula. I think that they're going to try and sweep it under the rug as much as possible like these whispers have been. So I think you're right. I think there will be people burnt by it that won't repurchase in future, which is fair. Um, Next, did you hear this week that ASOS has entered into a deal with Lush and they'll be arranging Lush products? That's so cool. Yeah. I don't know why I'm so sh- I guess it's the first retailer outside of Lush to sell Lush. And it's yes. kind of cool that it's ASOS, even though yeah. that one time that ASOS scorned me forever. <laughs> Still not a fan. But, yeah, they it's their first ever largest ever retail deal that they have. And ASOS has recently just acquired or is going to be selling Huda Beauty as well. So I think they're really amping up their beauty offering. And apparently from the range, they're going to be selling 17 of the Lush kits, four shampoo bars and a brand new signature bath bomb for ASOS, which is quite cool. Uh, They're also going to like follow through with all of their ethical practices. And apparently there's going to be codes that you can scan on the ASOS site to like learn about the products and the ingredients list and the benefits and how to use the products properly and everything. So it sounds like a good partnership. Yeah, that's really cool. I've noticed definitely all the big fashion retailers are trying to compete with the big beauty retailers. Uh, We've seen the iconic lately doing work with a lot of beauty influencers they're arranging like ultraviolet and other things and yeah we're seeing it with asos now they've always had asos face and body and they've always had a pretty big range but it's been like barry m and like yeah and like random indie brands yeah and like emma hardy randomly and and like they had a weird mix of sort of high-end and like ameliorate yeah and like really weird a really weird selection which is kind of a convenient selection and ASOS being so worldwide was so handy because you could get things that are difficult to get 
from elsewhere. But the iconic diversifying is going to be fun because they're so fast and easy. And I guess we yeah. already have a door beauty that's fast and easy. But like if they arranging things that are not on a door beauty, that's where they're going to actually pique my interest. If the iconic could start ranging some of the things that maybe uh, smaller brands that are available on like Cult Beauty or Revolve that we're not getting from the Sephora's and the Meccas in Australia, I think that there could be a good a good market for it. I'm happy for more beauty retailers personally. Yeah, 100%. Even if they do launch things that Adore Beauty have, I'll probably buy it off the iconic. The only, really like the only thing I'll be offended by is the fact that there's not really a, ro- a rewards program on like the iconic or ASOS or anything like that or even Adore Beauty for that matter you get like a whole bunch of discounts with Adore Beauty but there's not like I like my rewards I like being rewarded for the amount of ridiculous amounts of money that I spend I thought Adore Beauty did have one but I always guess checkout I think so I wouldn't know I actually really honestly don't shop on there that much so maybe I haven't hit a level I mean the Tim Tam is reward enough for me but on that note speaking of rewards programs Oh, yeah. Seamless segue into GoTo launching the GoTo Gang Loyalty Program. Perfect. Which, very interestingly, is a lifetime spend membership, which means, I don't know, GoTo, I feel like you maybe you'll regret this because it means you can do <laughs> one big fuck off order and they owe you samples or whatever it is as part of their program forever. For <laughs> They're also backdating all of your past orders as well. So you can log into your account. Um, or create account with an email address that you pe- previously made purchases from, and it's going to retrospectively add points for the orders that you've made in the past. I have no idea how they've done that. That seems like the most difficult back-end. I don't even they know probably just have that. a great like, CRM. I can think of ways that it would be possible, but yeah. I truly can't even imagine. But yeah, I think that's really interesting that it's lifelong. It'd be very interesting to see like how that tier system works because I would assume that it would just be such a skewed tier system in that in a few years you would just think that so many people would be the top tier like there wouldn't be an even distribution at all because it would be like new shoppers that have Mm. maybe bought a couple of things or everyone on the top tier because once you've made more than a few orders it wasn't a particularly high amount of money you'd just be there I wonder if there's solid reasoning behind why they've done it in that they don't have a really huge product line that expands quite slowly. They have a lot of loyal customers who purchase like and repurchase only specific products from their range. Like maybe it's a way of introducing their loyal customers who already shop specifically for certain products and introducing them into new things by handing them those samples of new products. Like I wonder if it's a strategic marketing tactic by them to try and expand their customer base in that way I don't know yeah it's interesting look all I'll say about it is that I saw they sent out a PR mailer that had the go-to jumper in it again and all I want in my life is that jumper and we what do the heck message. honestly all I can say is I've never needed a jumper more because every single jumper I own has roasted tomato stains on it <laughs> Every single – I saw a meme today that was like, yes, I'm over the age of 20 and spill food on myself with every meal that I eat. And I was like, at least there's someone else out there like me or this meme wouldn't exist. Oh, Adrian, every time. Or if it's not on me, it's on the placemat or the table. It's like, oh, you can't take me anywhere. <laughs> okay, next up because we're getting long and I've got 26% battery. So power through. <laughs> Sam Ravendol, this is my second last piece of beauty news – Following on from last week where we said that people were trying to be assholes and announce the gender of her baby after her mistaken live leak, 
So yep. apparently people have continued to be assholes in the last week. She's now deactivated her Twitter account because apparently Matt shared a, an image of the baby with the baby's name to his private Instagram account and some fucktards took it from his Instagram account and started sharing it around the internet and then like every like commenting on all of her like tweets or tweeting on all of her tweets on Twitter being like this is your baby's name and it's a gen and this is the gender and this is like what the baby looks like and like sharing the photo of it everywhere and so she's just obviously been like I'm throwing in the towel on the internet you fucking ass wipes I'm done with this anyway what's wrong with people like ruining other people's privacy no have we discussed that Chloe Morello had her baby as well I don't think we have discussed it no Chloe Morello had her baby and it looks exactly like her husband. Bless her. He had to go into the NICU and now he's got nipple confusion and he screams on her nip and I just feel horrible for her. But she has been delightfully open about it. And also on that so note, good. I love Steph Clay Smith's baby content. I've never followed her until she had a baby and now I can't. I love her. Oh, there never you go. Followed her. Never followed her. But now she's I don't follow her either. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. Uh, and my final piece of beauty news is, did you see the Victoria Beckham bitten lip tint that launched this week? No. Do I care? Uh, you could care. It's like a creamy lip balmy product that has a tint. And that's really all that I can say about it. It looks like a lovely, looks like a lovely product, like really nice tint shades of six tints um, that are all in like the nude category from like a fair nude to like a very, very deep nude. And apparently they're not dry, sticky or tight. They've like a sheer balmy formula that's not a gloss and it's apparently weightless and it's and it tints your lips. So anyway, it sounds nice. Okay, yeah, it does sound nice. Sounds, as we say about anything, Chantecai lip cheeky. Yes, it does sound a bit Chantecai lip cheeky, but like in it's got a lip um, wand applicator and oh. it, and it tints. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Also, on that note, the Australian dollar is doing really well at the moment. So I just like I put a fake order on the Victorian Beckham website, and it was like a ninety US dollars, and it was like one hundred and twenty Australian dollars, and I was like, well, I can almost justify that. Yeah, that's not bad at all. No. <sighs> okay. Longest news segment for a very long time. That was seriously. Like, my sentence structure is like Yoda now. <laughs> when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? What's your beauty fave? I have two beauty faves this week. Am I allowed to do that? I'm going to do it anyway. The first one is my Sally Hansen Cruella black nail polish that arrived in the mail this week. I meant to paint my nails and I keep forgetting. It looks so nice. Tell me all about the application. 
So the brush is lovely as it was last time. The black is very black, very black, pitch black. Two coats is all that you need, but I did three. And the Mm -hmm. reason I did three is because the one thing that I found is you have to be very even in your application in that you don't want to get sometimes with like nail polishes you can make them a little bit darker in some areas and a bit lighter in others and it kind of evens out in the wash when you put a few more coats on this one does have a tendency to kind of gather and like I can see the the different weights of thickness through my nails when you look up close Uh so whilst it's a beautiful even coat and it looks very polished from 30 centimeters away when you're closer I can see that there's like almost looks like there's ridges in my nails but it's just the brush yeah okay so you actually have to be that person that like wipes off both sides of the brush and then like places it on your nail bed and then like goes down and does like nice even strokes but with that I also found that because of that when you apply it and then if it's not quite dry enough but it's still because it's a thick formula you have to really let the first coat dry before you can apply the second coat or it erases itself a little bit when you go over it again I think I find that with most nail polishes and it's just that yeah so you are the most impatient person that I've ever met in my entire life it could also be to do with that yes yeah yeah. Alex instantly applies it and then it's like so weird. I did my second coat one second after applying the first one. and it took I literally off. applied one hand and then I applied the other and I went back to the first hand and it was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the collection as well, there's this really nice hot pink, which is like a Barbie pink. And I think it's yeah. going to be so nice on the Tootsies when they're tanned or if you're like a medium dark skin tone. Oh, so delightful and it's like a really a nice legally white. yeah it is a nice white it's like a legally blonde pink like I can imagine Elle Woods wearing it yeah I actually think that collection was really clever and not too like I get why those shades have been picked for Cruella but it's not too like you know when OPI does like a movie collection and it's Shrek and they've bought out like six green, green yeah. and then like a weird crackle polish or something and you're like oh okay like you could have made it wearable yeah. this they've done like there's one glitter that has like black and white little speckles in it, which I love. I never wear glitter, but for Christmas I'm going to wear that. And I'm like, I get it. It's literally liquefied Dalmatians and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's your other beauty fave? My other beauty fave this week was the Wellita Skin Food. I bought it because it was on sale on Amazon. I think it still is at the moment. It was down to like $12 for a really thick moisturizer and I wanted to try it because it's doing the rounds in the beauty community again at the moment. Uh, very lovely, thick, very nourishing face moisturizer I would say that it absorbs into my pillow more than it absorbs into my face if I'm like sleeping on one side of my face which is a little bit annoying but yeah it's like a barrier it's not it's so thick that it's not sinking in it's stopping you losing hydration but it's also like transferring onto other things yes that's exactly what's happening but it is really nice still and the only thing I would say is that it's got a little bit of a strong smell of like calendula I think like it's quite a like it's like it's a little bit up in my sinuses uh, but very nice, very affordable, and it also has zinc in it. So it's like not that it's good for blemishes, but it's going to help a little bit, and I'm, a, I'm about that life. What is your beauty fave this week? My beauty fave is the Laneige Lip Sleeping Mask. Ooh, you haven't used that for a while. I mean, I keep it next to my bed. I only use lip balm like once a fortnight, and lo and behold, I get lip filler, and my lips are so dry really yeah I think it's obviously because they were swollen and like the skin got all stretched because they're doing that thing where it's like you can pull skin off them and they're a bit like tight and gross also as previously mentioned I have been running in blizzards so (laughs) could be both of those um 
it might be the 30 knot winds blowing directly at my face but it's just so good and I feel like it's not one of those lip balms that you get addicted to you can use it three times and then move on which is not a thing with most lip balms Yes, I know what you mean. It's a really nice product. I think I left mine in the car for too long and then it went off. Like I think it sat through like a summer in the car and I haven't repurchased, but I should. Yeah, it's so good. I love it. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave? I've got two just to combat yours. The first is Architectural Digest Open Door. Oh, yeah, with who? Or just in general? Just the whole series. The whole series. series. Um. Because I've watched dribs and drabs of it as the years have gone on, but my YouTube did that thing where you're connected to the TV and it rolls through like the whole playlist that's on YouTube and you enter either a deep dark hole of weird dog music or sometimes a good thing happens and you start with like Hilary Duff's open door and then it just scrolls through all of them. Hilary Duff's is one of my favourites because her kids have like destroyed everything in her house and she had like a dog crate and like a gecko and I was like, oh, she's so celebrities. They're just like us. Um, no, she is so down to earth, though. I follow her on Instagram and I love her. Yeah, I loved that one. Um, Dakota Johnson. Johnson? Mm. Her house was really cool. Tan France from Queer Eye. His house was amazing. And I just fucking love I actually cried watching him because his husband leaves him notes every morning and they're just so wholesome oh. and so in love and I just I couldn't handle how cute they are. Troy Sivan's I watched a while ago but I re-watched just to be like, fuck, I love him, fuck, I love his house. It was also in Melbourne and it was just gorge and love and just the best and some of them are so, like, random. Like, they're just so random. Like, Dwight from The Office lives in this farm thing and you're just like, oh, I Does love that Rick. really surprise you? No, he's literally right from the office. And the best part was he's like, this is my most prized possession and he's pointing to this wooden table. And in my head, for some reason, I'm like, I bet you Ron Swanson built that table. And he's like, this was made by, and I forget, Nick Offerman. It was Nick Offerman that made him the table. And I was like, oh, my God, how could I identify that that was Ron Swanson <laughs> slash Nick Offerman's hand-built table? Anyway, that was the best. I just that is strange. I love, I love snooping into people's houses. It's so fun. And Especially being, people with countless amounts of money. Uh, yes. I think being trapped in my house has made me more thrilled than ever to look at other people's houses and then has made me want to knock down my house and <sighs> buy a new one because you just get so sick of being inside it and it was just perfect. Also, Scott Disick really liked his house. It was very LA, but it was quite Ugh. fun. Okay. Don't you yeah. like Scott Disick? Oh, he's funny, but I think he's such a tosser. Oh, I think he, I, I don't. I think I love him. Anyway, the second one is a pretty niche recommendation, but it's NYT Cooking Comments. It's an account on Instagram, and it's like you know those Depop um, Instagrams where people have fucked comments and messages from Depop. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, but it's the comments on like the New York Times cooking recipes. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so funny because it's like annoying. Imagine annoying things that customers say to you, like working in retail, but then yeah. put it on a cooking video and it's just so good. Really I have good. a counter one I do. for that. Yeah. Which is uh, takeaway trauma on Instagram. It's the same kind of vibe. It's people who leave negative reviews on takeaway restaurants about things and then the restaurant basically just writes back and says, like, asshole things back to the person. That's the best. 
It's always like, actually, we offered you a refund and you blah, 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 blah. I bet you there'd be good ones of that for Airbnb too. Anyway, this one. For sure. Place yeah. a rack over a sheet pan. What does that even mean? Place a rack over a sheet pan. Someone says, <laughs> <laughs> it means place a rack over a sheet pan. You need to know what a rack is and what a sheet pan is. <laughs> and then what placing something over something is. You are giving up too easily. <laughs> On the on the takeaway trauma one, someone was like, someone was like, chips were awful, and then the restaurant responds back, "Don't order the chips then." Yes, that would be me if I owned someone. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That is exactly how I would manage my chip shop. <laughs> don't, don't order them. It makes perfect sense. What's your snack of the week? Wait, I have a non-beauty fave. Oh, just sorry, quickly. sorry. It's Mayor of Easttown. I watched the whole <gasps> thing. Oh, my God, I forgot to mention it. Did I mention it last week? Yeah, you did. That's why we're talking about it now. Oh, okay, good, good, good. <sighs> you, you told me that I should watch it, and so I watched it. So Adrian and I watched five hours in the first day because it was really good, and then we watched the last two episodes the second day. That's how we broke ours down too. Yeah. Uh, it's like Criminal Minds-esque, a bit NCIS-esque. It's kind of like... I wouldn't say NCS. It's more Criminal Minds vibes. How do they have so many crimes in the Navy? I'll never know. I did so funny. So true. Also, Adrian and I liked that with it. He thought that he guessed who it was from the beginning. Only in hindsight do you, though. You never, like, he didn't say, like, episode one, like, oh, it was them. Oh, no. But from the beginning, he was like, it's that person. I know it's this person. But he wasn't right. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he was very close and, like, he kind of had the plot kind of down, but it was not quite right. But I was, it was a pretty good guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly who he's guessing and what he's guessing and I totally see what's yeah. going on there. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting. Anyway, very good show if, you want, if you're into, like, crimey, detective style shows that are a little bit, a little bit dark, but not too dark. Uh, also, I love the guy from American Horror Story who's also from everything else and he plays the male detective in it. He firstly, because he's identical to your husband. No, he's not identical to my husband. When I watched it, I looked at him and I thought they're really not the same. No, but also I forget what his what is his name, the actor? Evan? Evan Peters, yep. So Evan Peters looks exactly like Adrian, but Evan Peters also looks completely different in every TV show that he has ever been in ever. So not always does he look like Adrian, but when you piece certain snippets of him together, he looks like Adrian. My favorite version of Evan Peters is the American Horror Story version. He was Same. not he was not hot at all in mm. this Mayor of Easttown, but he was very no. sweet. And he just not he, hot at all. He just looks he so dreamy. On you. Yeah, he grows on you. I know. I love him. Just took it to my veins. What's your snack of the week? My snack of the week, I can't remember if I've mentioned these before, but I really like them. They're the Shelby's Dipped and Dusted Almonds from Woolworths. You get them in the health food section. They're basically almonds that are coated in yogurt that are coated in cinnamon dusting. And this is a a recommendation that is similar to someone one Christmas told us that we should eat the uh, chai-coated chocolate almonds from the, like, pick-and-mix section at Coles. Level that up and triple the price, and that's what these are, except they're almonds and they're yogurt-coated. <laughs> they're Yum. yummy. They're really good, but they're, the packet is, like, extraordinarily small. Like, you're disappointed when you pay $8 for this and you get 15 almonds, but it's still good. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yum. Is that what you were putting in your baked oats that time? And I was like, what is that clot in your porridge? It is. Yes, it's this. <laughs> Good. Uh, They're also gluten-free. Of course, as they should be. Of course. Yes. My snack week of the week. I can't speak today. My snack week of. Help me. Is the Natural Chip Company Sea Salt Chips. Yum. Such what a great recommendation. Chip. Yeah. It's so good. So Brenton always judges me for buying plain chips. And I'm like, well, I can buy a plain or I can buy salt and vinegar and everything else will give me diarrhea or constipation. So what do you want from me? Mm. But the natural sea salt chips are far superior to the Smith's original chips in Brenton's mind. I just feel like they are saltier. Such mm-hmm. a good crisp. I think that Smith's uh, salt and vinegar is better than the natural chip company. But the yes. original flavor from natural chip company is better than Smith's. Very I good. would agree with that recommendation. The only plain chip that I would say sits above the natural con- natural chip company plain chip is the Red Rock Deli just salt plain chip. Also very now, good. are they a crinkle cut though or are they a, a thin cut? They're a thin cut, which I am yeah. not opposed to. I know that yes. you prefer a crinkle. Oh, I can't express how much I prefer a crinkle. The only chip that I will eat in thin cut would be a light and tangy and that's only because light oh. and tangy definitely doesn't come in crinkle cut and I would only be eating light and tangy because I was trapped on a mountain and I found some dregs of light and oh. tangy because the bears hadn't eaten them because even the bears won't touch light and tangy. I love light and tangy and if they brought light and tangy out in a crinkle cut we should do it we'll become billionaires. I think I would enjoy it more as a crinkle cut because I just think that the flavor is like so much on like the thin wafer oh. chip. I, I wanted to get them. stuck in the ruffles. Yeah, no, I, yeah, we're onto something. Like a Samboy style chip. Oh, yes. But a light and tangy. Yeah, mm. hell yeah. I'm about it. And shout out to the listener who DM'd us this week and said that her favourite version of chips is chips and, I mean, her favourite version of potato is chips and she had a chips tattoo on her. I yep. didn't say that anymore. It said chips in a love heart and I love That's it. That's incredible. I need that. Can you get – no, you can't get that because it's like copying someone else's tattoo, but you should. I kept telling you that I wanted you to get a crinkle cut chip on, as your tattoo and it's perfect. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> it's just not a very aesthetically pleasing thing to get tattooed on your body. Oh, but it's so like – I don't know. I'm when, I've got, the... when I've got like five, then I'll get it, not for my third or second. Yeah, you're, you like tattoos in terms of, like, jewellery and, like, just to look pretty. It doesn't have to have meaning. Whereas me, it's like, I mean, I don't think they have to have meaning, but, like, I think they have to be, like, funny. Like, I would want, like, my dog's face on my ass or, like, chips or, like, a food that I enjoy or, like, a bottle of fish sauce or something. Yeah. I would love condiments tattooed all over my body over something that is, like, visually pleasing, but I totally I totally get it. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I was looking for a tape measure and I couldn't find one, and I was like, you know what would be fucking convenient? If I just put a number of, like, the length between my elbow and my wrist and I wrote, like, 37 or something on my arm and I was, like, 37 centimetres right here, like, anywhere you go in the world, you've got it, right? You've got the measurement roughly, you know? How convenient. I want different... 10 centimetres on my finger, great. Oh, like my foot, 25, great. Like, oh, I could do like 40 on mine. <laughs> That's great. I actually think the whole arm should be ruled out like a ruler with, with centimetre markings. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, it's a bit over the top. And also, like, what happens when you get a little bit old and your skin starts to get a little bit saggy and then, like, your mills are off? <laughs> yeah, the millimetre, it wouldn't be correct to the millimetre, but I think you'd get a centimetre correct unless you've never used SPF in your life. <laughs> Yeah, good. 
Okay, let's wrap up this episode. Let's go film our mini episode. Great. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. We'll chat to you on Wednesday. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.